split the next instalment of the Upscale Business Podcast. I'm Mitch V, Mitch Van, and I've got Arena R, Arena Roche. Hey, that's what I want to call you. Hello, Mitch. How are you? I'm good. You do call you like, me E. I know, I do call you E, but do you like uh, Ferrero Rochers? I do, yes. Your new nickname is Arena Rocher. <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> hands up if you think that should be her nickname. <laughs> Lucky I can't see any hands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good point, good point. Uh, what are we chatting about today? Um, we're talking about having business partners. And oh, that's always fun, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> Maybe not just having business partners, but also the situation where your life partner is your business partner. Mm-hmm. Um, I would actually like to know, <laughs> actually maybe not, I already know this, uh, you've got experiences working with a life partner as a business partner. I do. I have experiences of working with business partners in lots of different capacities, um, whether it be a life partner or just a platonic friend. Is platonic the right word there? Were they just your friend? Just a friend. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Yeah, with friends. So I've actually got some really good stories in this. I actually didn't even think of that before we started <laughs> this. Um, I've had businesses where it's been just me. I've had businesses where it's been people that I didn't know. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had pe- uh, businesses where it's been best friend. I've yep. had businesses where it's been um, what I would classify as a mentor. Yeah. Um, and I've had businesses where I've just got a really good friend. Yep. And then I've also had businesses where it's been a life partner. Yeah. Well, when I say life partner, I'm going to backtrack on that a little bit. I do mean someone that I was intimately related to. Uh, intimately involved with at the time. Okay. Because <laughs> life partner, I throw that out there for a lot of the people that we coach are in a marriage. Yeah. And that was a, it's a different situation to what I was in. Yeah. So talking on those, I feel like I feel like this could be like a Q&A with Mitch based <laughs> on that, but let's not do that because that could open that. up some interesting conversations. <laughs> we don't, I don't want to know that much. Um, um, I only, like, I mean, obviously I have a business partner right now. To me, it's, it's different, positives and negatives. Yep. Um, negative when it's, uh, sorry, when it's just you in business, it's just you mm. and everyone else is effectively hired. Yep. Yep. It's hired help. And that can be your mentors, your coaches, your staff, every piece of, uh, input or help that you get is normally hired. Like there's some form of resource exchange that gives you that. Mm. When you have a business partner, um, or someone that's in a partnership with you and you're in business, it's like they've both got things to win and things to lose yep. in both of those. And so, therefore, it puts a different gravity on all situations. You also become responsible for each other. You do, you do. And not just your team, but yep. also responsibility. Like you carry a responsibility for your business partner. And if they're your life partner, you have an extra level of responsibility towards them. Yep. And we wanted today to talk about why is it so crucial to get on the same page and how to do that mm. and how like, just a couple of tips to navigate through like what are we doing, why are we doing it, how are we dealing with stress, um, how are we dealing with finances, how are we going to resolve conflict. Mm. Just like all these little bits and pieces that come up more so when you have someone else there making decisions alongside you where you can't just say this is my business, ultimately it's my decision because you do take someone else into consideration. I do want to also preface this. If you're in a relationship, like uh, an intimate you know, relationship with someone, whether it be marriage or long-term or, or anything, if you're in a relationship with someone and you've got a business, effectively there is a second person that is going to influence you there. Yep. 
So while you might not be directors, while you might not be, you know, and I'm just going to utilise this example, maybe you are um, running an electrical contracting company and your partner does admin. Mm -hmm. No matter what, that person has influence to some degree. And so whether you think it or not, that you maybe you're like, no, I don't have a business partner, she's just my wife, that's not actually the reality. I mean, even if they're not actively involved in the business... They would still want to know what's going on. They're they still part of They might life. not even want to know, yep. but one, they should know. Mm-hmm. And actually, should's the wrong word there. I feel that it is best for them to know what we're going to talk about today. Because if you aren't on the same page, then the energy that they give you or expect from you might not be something that you can give based off where you're at currently in business. I think there has to be a massive transparency when you have a partner in life or at that point in time when you have a business. Yep. And the example that I use is and I, two different sides. Let's go with money and let's go with time. One, I'm at a point in business where I can barely afford to pay myself, but yet my partner expects X, Y, and Z in holidays and Christmas presents and all of these things. Yep. If you do not allow that person to understand your circumstance and that puts massive pressure on you yep. and you will bring that into the business, you will start overcharging or you'll start putting prices higher than they need to be because you're trying to pull money in so you can live a life that you can't afford. Yep. Second one is, and I get to, I'm a bit passionate about this because I see it so often where I see that there's unrealistic expectations on people at certain stages of business. Yep. The next one is the energy or, or the, the attention or whatever you want to call it. It's business is hard. Yep. Business takes to grow X amount of time. Like you need to invest a certain amount of time into business and a really simple equation, the more you invest in it, the faster you will grow if you're doing the right thing. Yeah. So therefore, if you don't, if you have someone that wants you at home spending lots of time with them or taking them away and doing these things and you're also trying to grow a business, it's very rare, especially for our, the clientele and the people that we're talking to on this show, that those two things can work at the same time. I think it's if you're expecting to grow at massive speed while yes. doing that at the same time, it's it's going to come back to what are the expectations mm-hmm. compared to what you want right now. So if you're saying, I want to be doubling in size in six months, but I also want to be home like maybe three days a week and have like only a four-day work week, yep. it's going to be very hard to achieve that depending on where you're at. And, you know, it, it does take a little bit of time to actually get to that point and doubling a business and having experiencing massive growth in a business, it, it demands a time component and time spent on and in the business. So it's very hard to basically fill both of those cups, buckets, cups, whatever buckets you want to call them. Yep. at the same time um, and live up to those expectations on both ends. So. Yep. And expectations leave massive stresses on people, mm. which can ultimately lead to them crumbling and the things not working at either side. So I think our first point here, uh, the first one is, do you have shared goals? Yeah. And guys, so we've got 10 of them. We have 10. 10 points. 10 points. 10 points. So the first one <laughs> should be <laughs> um, shared goals. Have you actually sat down and discussed what do you want to achieve and... If you're a couple or friends or just business partners, what do you want to do your individual goals align with 
the business goals. For each of these 10 points, you and I are business partners. Mm. We also had, uh, had, we still have a friendship before this as well. Yeah. And so what I think we could actually do is let's score ourselves on the 10 points that we've got that we discussed. Yep. So we talked about having shared goals. We sat down before getting into this business and we clearly... Several times. Several times. We clearly wrote out the goals that we had mm. on life and in business and in career and education and relationship. And we wrote down and sat down and looked at those and went, do these mirror together. So I think we score really well there. Yeah, so five stars. Five stars. We also both communicate really well about those goals as they change and as they move forward. So yeah. I'm giving us five stars there. We also, it's not a um, set and forget. Mm-hmm. You and I catch up regularly. And um, I think that we're going to talk about that in a bit. But um, this comes up. Yes. It comes up frequently saying, okay, where do we want to be? When does that still align with our long-term plan? And um, we, we talk about that quite a bit. So yep. it's not just a, we talked about this two years ago and we're just going to leave it we know what the shared goals mm-hmm. are and, you know, we've added some, we scrapped some, yep. like they change and we go with that. Yep. Now, you said talk a lot mm-hmm. there, yep. uh, which brings us to point two, yes. communication. Yes. Yep. So, you and I, um, sometimes it's a Saturday, sometimes it's a Tuesday night for pizza. Yep. Um, we take the time to actually sit down and write down dots that we want to talk about. Mm-hmm. And just have a dedicated time slot for these discussions. Sometimes they do happen, like on like I remember we talked about hiring someone, and all of a sudden there's a job ad up. <laughs> it just happened. No, no, wait, wait. <laughs> it was so much further than that. So me and Arena had a conversation about hiring someone. You went away for a week. <laughs> I did. And then you rocked back in, and there was two new staff. Yeah. Now, so so and, and look, and I straight away went, oh my god, we talked about it. But I, I actually forgot to confirm that this is the that we'd done the hire. Yep. Yep. And so look, this is it. You have to one allocate time for communication, have mm. open communication. You also need to understand each other's communication styles. Yep. I'm spontaneous, erratic. I forget shit, and it's never intentional. Mm. And you know that about me now. Yep. It's like you'll be like, hey, there's someone at the front door. They said they've got a job. They're starting today, and I'll be like, oh yeah, shit. <laughs> Remember that text message I sent you <laughs> six months ago that said, maybe we'll do this? Yeah. Yeah, that's it. And you'd be like... Well, no, we actually didn't say maybe. We had agreed we upon doing it. And we had actually said, okay, yep, we were both on the same page. We both approved. We haven't nutted out the time frame exactly. Yep. Um, and it sort of just took its course and you just took charge. And I, to be honest, I had no problem with that. I just thought, okay, um, where am I going to put this person? Which but I think also comes to maybe a point we'll talk about in a little while, which is role definition. Yes. Yep. But I, think, I do think communication-wise, you and I communicate really well. We yep. have open communication. We have predetermined times that we talk. We understand how each other communicates. I'm still going to give us five stars there. Yeah. I do think we, uh, it's also we communicate frequently as well. Yes. So it's not just the in those... The cadence is yeah. high. Yeah, not just in the set... Um, time frames or set meeting. Um, we've got like a monthly meeting or at some point, like beginning of each month. We don't just stick to that and go, let's just save it. If something comes up, we will call each other and just chat on the phone. So there is always room and we're always open to listen to each other. Yep. And I think that's a big thing. You have to be 
um, open, willing to listen. Um, if you need some time to think about it, you need to communicate that and say, let me think about it, I'll get back to you, bye. Um, so you, because I'm a person, I need to sleep a night over some things. Yep. And then you like to make a decision within 10 minutes. So sometimes I just need to communicate to you, okay, cool, give me a little while, I'll get back to you. So it is learning about each other and the differences and then working around that. So communicating what do you need in the discussion, what do you need to make a decision and same for you, you would say, okay, I would like to make a decision by the end of the week, does that work for you, yep. rather than me stalling for three months. Yep, yep. So it's, it's, yeah, it's all about the communication, but setting yep. time aside for that. Which kind of brings the next point up perfectly, which is strategy alignment, which is yes. ultimately, okay, we've identified the goals. Yep. How are we going to get there? Yep. Now, something I actually want to touch on before, like while talking about this, it's a big part of this, is... I find most of the time when you and I don't agree on something, mm. whether it be how or what, it's because we don't both possess the same level of information. Yep. We, don't, we both don't know what the other person knows. It's like, what's, okay, great, what's your resistance to this? Why do you feel that? Then I know, and it's like, okay, it's not just what do you feel, it's why. What is the data or the, the reason for that? And then, hey, this is the data or the reason why I feel this. And then normally, once everyone, on the, like, everyone has the same level of information, Yep. you normally do actually come to the same conclusion. Like if you don't want to hire X, Y, or Z because you know that they worked in a past company and they were a complete fuckwit. <laughs> Beep. Yeah. Then you've got to tell me that. Yes. You know, and, and so on and so on. It's, it's just saying that if you're going to choose things, guys, if you're going to disagree on things or you're going to put forth a point, make sure you put forth all of the information. Yeah. I think... Uh, when we talk about uh, strategy, strategy alignment, it's more so, okay, we've got the shared goal. Yep. How are we going to get there? So what is our brand? Yes. How does our marketing look like? Yep. How are we going to operate day to day? Mm -hmm. I think that's more uh, what we sort of want to cover in that point, right? Yes, yes, yes. conflict oh, 100%. I said. I was just wanted to kind of get that out there mm. for everyone because... You will disagree on shit. Yes. And, and a lot of the time, disagreements can be solved simply by actually giving the information. Yeah. Yep. I think this is especially um, important when you start a business. Like, do you actually agree on how to get to your goal? Mm. Because if you, I don't know, <laughs> just as an example, you now want to start a business. Actually, let's use a live example. Yes. Okay, so... We started a business, mm. all right, and realistically, we agreed on how we were going to get there through hard work, mm. yep, through working a certain amount of hours, showing up in a certain way and doing certain things. Yep. Yep. Now, if someone doesn't agree that they want to do the hard work, certain amount of hours and showing up in certain ways, then they wouldn't have aligned on that path of the and therefore we would have had conflict in that space. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah, that's, that's exactly it. Like, how do you want to look? How do you want to appear in the public? And what are you willing to do to get there? Like, what is the strategy behind it? Yep, yep. What's the next one? Growth plans. Yep. Speed. 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 I'll use the cadence word. I've used that three <laughs> times already. I'm going to use it again. The speed at which you want to get to these plans. Yes. Because let's just say that you are a service-based business and you want to get to 10 staff because of X, Y, and Z reason, Okay. Um, one of you might say, yeah, I'm happy to get there within the next five years. And the other might feel, oh, I want to be there in the next year. Yeah. 
it's if if that person that wants it in a year is putting the pressure on the person that wants it in five, then that's going to feel like something that they're not comfortable with. Yeah, because as you grow, there is capital investment. You're going to buy cars. You're going to hire staff. You're going to there's risk involved with that. So you do need to have that conversation about how fast do we want to get there and are we both comfortable with that pace um, and how are we going to fund that, which is probably the next yep. next spot but or the next point that we're going to talk about. But I think coming to an agreement of, okay, how fast are we going to reach a goal and how are we going to do that is really important because mm. you can't just go, okay, yep, this is our strategy, this is our goal and I want this to happen in three months but the other person thinks this is not realistic for me to to actually achieve that in three months. Yep. We need to discuss on how fast we want to grow. Yep. And look, I know, uh, so five stars for strategy alignment. I feel that we really sit in that space well. When we talk about growth plans, yep. you and I have different personalities in this space. 100%. I'm a like, you know what, let's just fucking grow and you know what, we'll sort it out. Yep. And you, exactly like you said before, you like to sleep on things and take a bit more time. Yeah. And so what's been really, and this is why I love business, is the majority of my business partners in the past mm. have been like, a part of it has felt like I'm the train and they've attached themselves to me and they're just going. Yeah. That's how it's felt. Mm. And when we first started, I felt like we were two trains pulling one carriage. Mm. Yep. And I was going a little bit faster. Mm. I was pulling that little bit, little bit faster than you. I wasn't pulling more, but I was pulling faster. And it was actually causing us to like... You know, if, you, if, you're, if you're rowing a boat and one person on one side is rowing really fast and the other person's rowing slow, you go in a fucking circle. Yeah. Yep. So initially, I was pulling that little bit faster and it was like, yep, we're going this way. Yep. I feel that now we've had time to get to understand how each other operates. Yep. And we've actually started to both operate at the same speed. I reckon, and I reckon you're going to agree, you've started to speed up a little bit and yep. I've sped, slowed down a little bit. Yep. And we now move forward at a really nice speed collectively to make it all work. Yeah, I actually do agree. Yeah. Because I, I do know, like speaking for myself, I know that some things I just, um, you know, by doing things, you just get more comfortable with it. And you're mm. like, okay, cool, let's move on. And we've done it once. I've done all the checks and um, we're doing it the second time now so we can do it all a little bit faster. And it's all about doing it again and again, building the systems mm. and basically just like doing the work. Yep. So... Um, and five then stars. Five stars. <laughs> you. She high-fived me. <laughs> That's a big one. That was big. I, when I put my hand up, there's no way I thought you were going to do it. But I, I, I was thinking, all right, how do we celebrate something in here, Mitch? I planned that so well. well and I got a high-five. First like high-five in months. I like it. Um, can we talk about money? Oof, of course. <laughs> your favourite thing. Yes. And not money in itself, but the financial yeah. side of things. Yes. Because... We talked about growing mm -hmm. at a certain pace and every business that grows at a certain speed, they need to know the financial impact on their growth, like of their growth. So if you grow very fast, you have to fund that growth. Like let's just talk about um, an electrician um, moving from service base and like service and maintenance work into project work. Usually the outlay for a project is a little mm. bit higher. So you need to be able to fund higher labour bills and higher wholesaler bills for materials. Just those two things. Maybe not 
much changes, but you also need to be aware that often you get paid slower for projects. Yep. So it's not someone that's going to pay you after two weeks or seven days or something. It, it takes like 30 days and a month. Days. It's up to 90 days. You need to be able to cover your bills. So you need to do some financial planning around your growth and around your strategy. That is, it's so important, but when you have a business partner, it's really important that you're both aware of what is needed and where you are now, what you need to get to where you want to be. And it needs to be very transparent and you can't have secrets, especially in the financial space. It needs to be open and well communicated around. Yep. My catchphrase for most financial decisions in this business is ask Arena. <laughs> now, that's not saying I don't have an understanding. It's not no. saying that I don't know. It brings in the next one, which is role definition, <laughs> yep. which we'll come to in a second. But that's your space. Yeah. You tell if we can afford it or not. And if you say no, cool, because yep. that's your role. But that, that's the thing. Like, I like to have my finger on the pulse i know your fingers more than on the pulse i know but i like to be prepared i know exactly okay like that's our working capital that's what we can use day to day and i just like yes there's definitely a time where you can go okay invest 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 um put it in like let's just spend the money which because it is a good investment and we will get a good roi um but sometimes it's just okay no we actually have planned for this um to get to our goal in like two months. Let's just do it in two months. Yep. Like it, there's a plan around this. Yep, I like it, I like it. All right, role definitions. Um, this, I think this we is We did of this like the first month, we I did. think, when yep. we sat down and just said, okay, who's doing what? Um, and I'd also say that a lot of, if, if there has ever been conflict, which is super rare, and it's not normally between us, it's because we do role definitions for all staff. Mm. Normally in our business, if there is ever a conflict, it's normally because something isn't being, someone isn't accountable for a certain role or it's not being completed in the way in which is expected. Yeah, or it is not clear Yes. who is supposed to do it, yeah. like which role does carry this responsibility. Now, the way we did it was, and look, you can be really simple, bit of paper, write down the role and then clearly define it. We just had an Asana list of all the tasks and go, okay, these are the things that need to be done on a regular basis. Yes. Um, who's doing what and what are we including for which person? Yes. And I think that's the simplest way to do it. Too many people overcomplicate role definitions. Mm. Simply write out the tasks that someone's going to do. Yep. That's it. Yep. Nice and easy. All right. Uh, financial planning. Do you give us five star? Where do we see it? You give us financial planning five stars. I give us five stars. Yeah, we I have think so. budgets, we have forecasts, <laughs> we're pretty close to them every month. I yeah. think we're pretty good in that space. Yeah, I think that's role good. definitions. Um I also just the communication around financial planning. I think like yeah. as business partners, I think we're good. Um five stars. <laughs> role definition. <laughs> I feel like five stars. <laughs> well, I feel that we know we clearly know our roles. And yeah. the other part of it is that we don't like we don't veer from them. Yeah. You know, and that's not just, and guys, this also, and like, remember, we're talking about business partners here. We're also talking about relationships and that can be really challenging <laughs> to have a conversation. Yeah. I'm not going to stereotype. I'm not going to go into gender roles. I'm not going to go into anything like that. But if you are the, if you are the business owner and your partner is doing whatever they're doing, maybe they've got a job, maybe they don't, however that sits, 
if if like the business part and the your your life partner does have some impact, but just be really mindful. They only know what you share with them. I see so many business owners that don't tell information, mm. and then the person goes through and they're like, "Hey, um, I noticed you're not doing this, or this isn't happening anymore, or that's not occurring." And it's like, "Oh, because of this." Well, just tell them. Just communicate yeah. with them. Define your roles both in the business and outside the business. Who's picking up the kids? Who's getting the groceries? Who's doing the housework? All those things. Balance it. Yeah. I, I do want to go back to that, like, around the financial. Like, if you um, have if, – if you are a couple that has a business and one of you is all across the finances and the other one isn't, um, it's awesome that the trust is there, but it still needs to be transparent and mm. – looked at together because if you're driving towards the same goal the financial side of things should also go in that direction where you're steering the boat right mm. so you should discuss it and yeah it's can be an awkward conversation around money and who's doing what but just have the chat and say okay i rely on you to complete these tasks i you rely on me to complete this and i expect that from you and then you can live up to the expectations but like yep. you just said if you don't uh, communicate it how can you actually tick the boxes and then financial just don't leave your partner in the dark like if you're going through stress yes you maybe want to protect them from something but all in all you should be open around what's going on because they'll be actually able to help you get through like a crisis or like a tough time if they know otherwise they just see you stressed and checked out and they're like why are you not with me like where's your, yeah, where's your cycle. mind resentment all those yeah. things so um just being open and share the really good times as well as the really bad times yep uh sharing the good times brings us to work life balance yes how do you <laughs> when you work with your partner let's just say you live together how do you not talk about business after work? I think that you've actually... I, I want to clarify, clarify something there. If you both want to talk about business, then talk about business. Yeah. Like, if you enjoy that and that's what gets you off and you, you're happy or whatever, like, I don't know what your bedroom routine is, but if that's what it is, cool. And there's nothing wrong with that. So don't feel and don't listen to external pressures that are like, you guys need more time on a boat in the Caribbean. Maybe you don't. You guys should do more. It's like you, you do what you do and if you're enjoying it, do it. But if we're talking about like the simplistic space of where most people sit, most people need that little bit more um, time together. Mm. Okay. And then ultimately what that means is that you have to have a bit of a balance. Hit us with balance. What does your balance look like? Um, I think just making some... Like if, if you're one person that says, I just need to not think about business after work... Uh, you can just say, okay, cool, um, over dinner, let's just not talk about it um, and let's make an effort of not talking about it if that's important to you. But in saying that again, you just need to let the other person know. Um, with us, I sometimes work-life balance, if I want to chat to you as my friend, I will call you and say, Mitch, I just need you as a friend right now. Like, yep. I don't want to talk about the business, I just need you, like, you have five minutes. Like, yep. To, to be my I can mate. I tell the tone as well. Yeah. <laughs> it goes, Mitch. <laughs> yeah, that's actually exactly it. That's exactly it. Um, I've even learned to, to tell it in text. Yeah. Which is weird. It's the way in which you intro it. So um, um, other than that, personal life, if you need to disappear for a day, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. then just let your business partner know and disappear for a day. 
Um, yeah. But just make sure they know you're safe. And, you know, it is okay to fill your own cup um, every mm. now and then. And I, I, I think it's in, important. I got in trouble for this. I Mitch just disappeared. I fully disappeared. And it wasn't that I disappeared from the business <laughs> because I still I'm did still all worried. of the things <coughs> that I was meant to do. Still took all of my sessions, still did all the business functions, but the team couldn't get a hold of me for a day. Mm. Um, and I acknowledged 100% wrong way to do it. I just needed some time, you know, to do some things. It was right at the start as well, mm. wasn't it? Yeah. Anyway. But, and this is the big part of it. It's like you've got to have, has nothing to do with what I just said actually. You've got to have what I call or you could, if you're feeling like you don't have a good work-life balance, it's about establishing the times that are business and it's about establishing the times that are personal. Yep. Barefoot Investor, fucking great book. I actually just got the Barefoot Investor book for kids. Yeah, London's no, it's gone awesome. through it. He's got a couple of business ideas. He's been getting some money together for his uh, competitions and so on, awesome. which is great. Um, but they have a system with partners where date night. Yep. You know, and maybe you have a business night or where you both sit down and you have conversations with it. And, and that could be a way in which you communicate a lot of that stuff. Yeah. I think just, yeah, making that space. Um, and if, look, if you have your business meeting one one night a, a month, uh, you might just have a date one night mm. a month or more often. But maybe that's just like you're dedicated. Okay, cool. We're mates. We're partners. Um, we're business partners. If you don't want to hang out outside of business, don't. But if you're friends, if you're like life partners, married then you know what, just like make some time to just have space without the business topic if you need that. Yep. Conflict. Actually, wait, where do we sit with that? Work-life balance, where do you feel we sit? I think we're doing really well. I know like sometimes I just need to check out on a weekend yep. and uh, if I tell you, just say, okay, cool, I talk to you Monday and like it works really well. Yeah, I think um, we score really well there. We both mm. have the balance that we need as individuals. Yeah. And then we also have the balance that we need um, collectively for the business. Yeah. Yep. Five stars. Um, yeah, I, I, I give us five stars. Now, I know a lot of the time Arena's <laughs> sitting there going, Mitch, you, you should take some more fun time for that. I do. You do. But remember but. what I said. To me, I, I love business. Mm. So therefore, for me, that's what feeds me. If someone said to me, don't think about business for the weekend, I'd be, I'd, it, would, it would actually, I wouldn't enjoy it. Yeah. I like being able to do what I want to do. That, that's not actually w what I'm saying. I'm just sometimes saying, you look tired, have a sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I slept so much last night. Anyway, let's not go there. Let's talk about conflict resolution. Yes. If you do have problems, mm. we actually, I, Which I'm gonna, we, I'm gonna, we, we, we did. I yeah. feel that we've had, we had one conflict or what I would call one issue arise in business together as business partners. A um, big one. What? Like it was a big one. It, to like, me, it was a big yeah. one. Like it was literally that big that your statement was, if this continued or if it continued, and guys, you, it sounds really bad. What I did wasn't that bad. It wasn't bad. No. It wasn't it was bad, just, but it, was, it didn't align with yeah. Arena's values. Yeah. Yep. And that's completely fine around how you wanted to grow the business. And so you said, if, if it continues like that, I don't want to be a part of that. Yep. And all, and guys, understand that what we're saying here was that what I was doing was going to push the speed into an uncomfortable space for you. Yep. Yep. And so, therefore, what I did was I looked at it and went, okay, I acknowledged that I did the wrong thing because we'd already discussed the strategy alignment and the speed and all of those things, and I did something that went against that. Yep. Yep. And so, I was in the wrong there, 100%. And I, I feel I owned that, and I came yep. to you, and we had a good conversation about it. I completely understood what I'd done wrong. Mm. And it wasn't like, understand this, in other businesses, 
People can do this and it doesn't mean you did something wrong. What I did was wrong towards the agreement that we had. Yep. That's the problem. Yep. Yep. And so we had a conversation about this. We resolved it. And I don't feel we've had anything since. And when we've had little things that we disagree on, mm. we talk about them. We have open communication. We both show our sides. And often the other person will go, oh, I actually understand now yep. what that's about. And we can move forward really smoothly. I think when it comes to conflict resolution, you have to be open and listen mm -hmm. on both ends. You also have to, like for me, I don't like conflict. Um, but for me, I just had to get out what um, didn't align with me and just be super open and say, this is something that really goes against my grain. And um, just say, okay... Like, I want to continue, but this is the issue. Can we work around that? And can you just, do you hear what I'm saying? And in our case, like Mitch said, oh, I, I actually didn't realise I hear what you're saying. And, like, anything in that area we will always discuss in a completely different way. But it, it starts with, okay, let's sit down, let's say where's the problem and let's not go, you, 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 you made this mistake. It's... Something happened that makes me feel mm. like, um, is there a way how we can solve this? Because if you're just sitting there accusing each other of something, it's not going to solve your problem. So you need to go into a conflict resolution with an open mind and try to find, okay, this is the problem, yes, but what can we actually do to find a solution? Yep. And don't just go in and say, I just... I'm just looking for someone to blame because yeah. that's not going to get you out of that conflict at all. You both need to, like if it's two people, you just need to be humble and go, okay, I'm going to take that criticism and I'm going to take it on board and I'm going to be better next time. Yeah. And I'm going to change. I'm doing my part because yeah. you can't just get out of conflict by relying on someone else to do their part. Yes, it's like it's a two-way street. It, you're going to have to do something as well as whoever the conflict is yep. with. So a little catchphrase that I've always had here with, uh, especially when I've had big, big teams, is something I call close the gap. It's close the gap or shorten the time from when you have the issue until when you actually talk about it. Don't let it fester. Don't let it build. Don't create resentment. It's if something happens that you aren't happy with, talk about it as soon as you can. Yep. Like ASAP. We said that in the um, dealing with difficult staff. Early and often, same yep. with business partners. Yep. All right. Uh, on the exact flip side of that one, celebrate your wins. Like I, Five out of five. Five stars. Yeah, we do that so we well. Do, we do. We do. <laughs> Conflict resolution. Actually, where do you sit us there? Um, I think we did well. Yep. Like, I, 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 yeah, I think we You're did well. You're going to have issues in business. Like oh, that's, And that's not a bad thing. Like I hear a lot of business owners being like, my ops manager disagrees with me all the time or X and Y and Z. That's not a problem. Debates are great for coming up with new strategies and new ideas and new ways to deal with things and new ways to fix whatever's going on. Mm. Don't shy away from problems. Learn to just deal with them. Uh, one thing is if you can't figure it out with two people in the room, get a mediator. Yes. Like just get help. Yep. Why yep. not? Yep. Now wins. Wins. Yeah. Wins. We We're celebrate really as well. Uh, often we celebrate, I would say monthly, like we look at every month as if, how did it go? Yeah. We high five occasionally. 
Well, it was the first <laughs> one in months. But anyway, um, we definitely celebrate the wins. Yeah. And I think that you, uh, as a business owner, you as in a relationship with your partner, celebrate the small wins. Mm. It doesn't have to be massive. It does. It just helps boost morale. Mm-hmm. It helps lift you up. And remember, oh, you know what? We're getting a little bit closer to our goal. We're getting a bit closer to why we're working so hard. We're getting a bit closer to our shared vision. Troy, we did a podcast with Troy um, from Sea to Sky a couple of months ago, and actually a few months ago. Yeah, Troy nice. just took ownership of his second business. Yep. Um, has gone from, we were talking about it the other night on a session actually, gone from five staff to 20 staff in the space of six months. Yep. Um, and one of the big things he talked about on that podcast was that he didn't share the wins. He didn't, mm. he didn't, he didn't celebrate them. And that was actually a reason why he actually forgot a lot of the time how amazing he was <laughs> yeah. doing. Celebrate your wins. I think five out of five. Five out of five. It sounds like we're raging party animals. <laughs> we're <laughs> not, not what's happening, uh, but we definitely celebrate our wins. Yeah. Uh, nine. Yeah, we've got one. Point more. ten, what do you got? <laughs> um, remember how we sometimes talk about we're on a ship together and we're steering. Mm-hmm. You actually said train, but maybe we're like two ships. Yes. On a big ship. <laughs> Two, two ships <laughs> on the ocean. Um, but um, Yeah, but I'm just thinking we're still on the same. Ocean? Maybe we're just two people in a boat. Okay. <laughs> yep, okay, cool. Okay. Go. So sometimes the wind changes. It does. And you have to adjust the course. It does. So I just think You sound like a bit of a captain. <laughs> yeah, I know. Have um, you been sailing lately? No, no, okay. not yet. Just mm. kiting. Mm. Okay, but, So I think it is important to... Re-evaluate mm-hmm. and modify what you're doing. So review your plans, and if you have set times where you sit down together, don't do this all the time. But in the big picture, if that's six monthly or annually, hey, are we still on the same track? Are we still um, going in the right direction? Are we? Did something change? Do we have to change our ways a little bit? Do we have to change our business? So I think adjusting the course is really important. As Sir David Attenborough says, life evolves. Yep. Yep. And so does business. And if you don't allow those changes to occur and work through them and, and go through those paces of evolution, we'd all still be fucking jellyfish. <laughs> yep. You want your business to stay a jellyfish? Don't adjust the course. Want it to get to whatever you want to call us, <laughs> ultimate beings? Uh, <laughs> then make five. sure you adjust the course <laughs> and move through it. Um. Okay, let's wrap up. Yep. I just really, there's one overarching point for me that stands out that will solve most of the issues or most, and that will actually help you celebrate the wins and help you have your shared goals. Um, for me, the Financial biggest one. <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. No, you know where I'm I reckon going. I can guess. Yep. Okay, is it communication? Yes. Yes. Woo! I think it just brings everything together. And if you can. Structure your communication as in, like, okay, have set times and then just be open-minded mm. and open to each other. Then the communication will help you get through everything else. It comes down to, okay, I can hear what you're saying, um, maybe even relaying it back, like, this is what I'm hearing, is that what you're saying? Um, and then you can move on from there and negotiate and come to the same, come, come to the same point. And I think it all comes back to that. If you can have the same goal, but if you don't talk about it, like, what's the point? I like it. Did we just score 50 out of 50? <laughs> is that, 
Yeah. High five, celebrate the win. <laughs> I'm so worried. Come on, come on, come on, you got it. Well done, okay. well done. All right, all, until next time, see ya. Bye.